What's up, everyone? This is the Building and Empowering People's Podcast, and I am your host, Victor Thomas and Derek Simmons Jr. And like we always say, we are here to talk to you about life, to encourage you, to motivate you, to just make things relatable to you in your everyday life. Uh, But, you know, we're just going to dive right into it. Uh, So, Derek, uh, you want to tell the people how how your week's been going so far since the last time we talked? Yeah. Um, I'm on probably day 17, 18 of my fast. It's 21 days. Mm-hmm. And um, like I've always been saying, I've been trying to grow my self-insurance because of this fasting I'm doing. And honestly, like, I haven't, I'm not perfect, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're all not perfect, but we can't. That doesn't mean we can't strive to be perfect. But um, when I tell you, man, I learned like so much during this fast, man, just with connecting with God, you know, trying to get more wisdom and just trying to better myself in those areas. Like, and not going to lie, sometimes temptation will come, but like, I'll I, like, it's like, I know how to fight it now. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm, I'm slowly like, I feel like I'm slowly just becoming more stronger in my, like, with God every single day. My relationship with him is definitely getting better. And, like, things that used to, like, tempt me, like, now I just, like, it just flies away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, gotcha. I felt like this fast definitely just opened up my eyes, man. So that's I that's basically why I'd be, like, you know, I'm just trying to better myself because of this fast. And it just definitely helped me for sure. So that's that's all I've been doing, just trying to stay in, um, closer to God, you know. And just trying to find ways to better myself. So that's what I did. So, man, before I get started into how my week was, um, when you were saying that you said that you weren't, you were tempted, but it wasn't really easy for you to, it wasn't as difficult for you to go forth with it mm-hmm. now that you've been fasting. You think about it. The Bible talks about when Jesus was fasting. I forget how many days Jesus was fasting. 40, I believe. It was like 40 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think about it. The devil came to tempt Jesus and said, I'll give you all this. I'll give you all that. Mm-hmm. And Jesus replied to him because Jesus was 100% God and yeah, 100% yeah. man. And he told the devil he shouldn't be tempting him. And he said that man should not eat by word, by bread alone, bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of, exactly, of the Lord. So he's just like, basically what he's saying is the words the word is what's going to keep you stronger than food. Exactly. And in the midst of you not having food, that's when the temptation comes in. And then the word fights the battle and makes you stronger so that those things that used to make you weak, now you're stronger because the word is building you up more without the food being there as exactly. a distraction. So, And it's like, which one you rather win, like your flesh or... Which or your spirit, which one has a stronger hold on your life? You and that's what, what we battle with every single yeah, exactly. day. Exactly, and then, like it's like when the more like I'm, I'm like fasting, like temptation is just coming, just like that, like yeah. every single corner, man. I'm For like, sure. man, this is it's tough, but like it's it's just showing like it's just like God seeing like you know, are you willing to keep on staying faithful? You know what I'm saying? And are you willing to keep on trying to endure this? You know what I'm saying? So like I've like. It was hard. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm not gonna say it was easy. Like man, that temptation oh, was easy different. to fight. Now it was. It was hard, man. Yeah. But like, but it's easier to deal with. Yeah, now it's easier to deal with word because you have more word. 
But if you were just fasting and didn't have words to go along with that, that mm-hmm. temptation would apologize him like, oh, I'm That's I'm what going. I'm saying, man. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't think of a word of it, and then I'll probably be in guilt saying, why did I do that? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, that was that was for me, man. So, man, my week has been, my fasting has been over about two or three weeks, and I've been yeah. like... Trying to eat everything inside. I'm not even gonna lie right, to I you. Feel, yeah, hey, I'll tell yeah, myself I, doing the same thing. I did. I did a week and thought it was, you know, it made me stronger. But I, I'm not gonna lie. It was, it was making me stronger. I'm like, man, I can't wait to, right. to eat. Yeah, I feel but you. It, it most definitely made me like extremely strong. Yeah. But what I've been doing, man, is so Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, this past Saturday, I took a a training course at church. It was called B One. Mm-hmm. And it basically taught us how to create life groups. And what it is, is life groups is these groups, a group of things, well, a group of people that like kind of live life together. And y'all can have weekly things uh, once a month, however it goes. But what happens is you all meet up at a certain time, whatever time of the week, and y'all do it consistently. And it's like y'all are living life together. So like that's the life part. And you may, y'all may be, talking about books or y'all may be talking about certain parts of the Bible, y'all like whatever the life group consists of, Mm -hmm. you know, y'all are doing it together. A group of people, men, women, all women, all men, however you can, you know, choose to do it. But it was giving us the formula and the basis of how to run one of these groups, like far as timing, etiquette, all that type of stuff. And the class is like four hours. Yeah. This is from nine to one. So you think about it. Like I gave up, a Saturday to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, like the old me would have been like, nah, this is Saturday. I could be making money yeah, on Saturday. Yeah. But I could tell that the new me is willing to give God the time that I can make the most money and saying like, all right, I can make the most money doing this, but I want to give it to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was it? Monday, we started back. We back on our second part of, uh, the B Man's group, which is year two of Authentic Manhood, mm-hmm. uh, part two. And that was, it's talking about, this part two is getting deep because it's talking about a man and his works. So it's talking about, like, it goes in deep, bro. Like, it's it's talking about how life used to be, like the, when it was like the revolutionary thing and then it got into industry and then it got into information. It was talking about basically we used to like grow crops and do all this stuff. And we didn't used to have to like go to work. So we used to like trade stuff and you would teach like your kids to do skill sets and stuff like that. Like yeah. I'm a farmer. I'm going to teach my son to be a farmer and then they're going to make it that way. And it wasn't as like difficult, but what happens is like, then it came, came to a whole new revolution and it came into like the industry re- revolution. That's when they start building like plants and factories and those type of things. Mm-hmm. And people start building cars and they start building like, equipment and that type of stuff like for different places different businesses to start so now people were leaving from farming and doing that to go to these actual jobs and that's when they start like busting their tails and that's when they start having less time with their family so it was talking about like how a man went from like giving his son a skill set of doing something to going into like the business of like a factory or a plant then it talked about we went from that to the informational age well, we started having like computers and that type of stuff. And then we were starting able to do different stuff like work from home or work on computers or do this type of stuff. So it was showing like three different ways and how they changed over time. And they're all 
three different like centuries of work, mm-hmm. but it it basically if I can explain it, I can say that's like evolution, like the the evolution of like how life has happened within us and how we've grown and how things have changed and what life used to be compared to what it is. Yeah. And I was like, man, I never even thought about that. But mm-hmm. that was like super deep. That's and it was like it's it's about life. It wasn't just like information. It was it was like actual factual stuff that helps us to understand because like we didn't live in a time where it was farming like i don't know nothing about farming like you still got people that farm and they still do that stuff but like i know that they do it but i never thought that at one point in time that was a big part of our lives farming and stuff like that they show some statistics and they said one percent of people in this world are farmers now Mm. that was the most major thing in this world everyone was farming and doing all that that was just one percent 2020 is one percent that's crazy of the world that's like farmers that's real crazy man so the 99 cent is the 99 percent is split up doing everything else mainly information because this is the information age so most people are information and the next one will probably be the Mm. you know the farms and factories and that type of stuff so So yeah, so that would be next. Yeah, that's what's up, man. It's crazy how like things just grow, man. It just it just shows how there's like there's no limits in life. You know what I'm saying? There's always a way to like grow and mature. I feel like just just like speaking personally, you know, I feel like a lot of times we put limits on ourselves, and like I feel like limits are only a barrier to keep us away from what we actually been called for. You know what I'm saying? Like if you go right. into this, there's always a way to grow. Like people will be always be like. Oh, the sky's the limit. Well, it's time to go for the moon now. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I like that. It's it's just it's just so crazy how like you know, you know how things can grow in in life, man. So like, I really don't. That's why I don't think there's like no limits. Like, if you got if you're getting somewhere and you got to that place, now there's a way to even go even further now and just keep on going further and further and further. So that just shows how like we may be in the information age, but like maybe. A few ages later, we're like totally different. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So, like, and it's, it's gonna crazy. be that way. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. But yeah, because we're always changing and evolving and growing. And that's just that's just what it is. So you know, you ever hear the saying when people say like, "I miss the good old days." Yeah, I right. miss this. It's like I can get certain things being a certain way, and you're like, "All right, I can understand that." It was simple. It was this, but it's like. I'm pretty sure everything's better now. Like, yeah, honestly. Like, the information, the way homes are built, the way, you know, everything is. It's like, but it was simpler. What happens is, is certain people are comfortable doing certain things mm-hmm. because it was easy for them then. But now there's another way to do it. It's like, I missed that way. Yeah, exactly. Because I understood that way I get this. And that's understandable. But as people, we have to understand. It's like, I always say that, when we don't evolve, we come, we become irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Cause you think about it. I'm 30 years old and I'm fortunate enough to be able to say, I'm not saying I grew up in like the best of times, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm fortunate enough to be able to say, I can remember a lot of older things and newer things. So I'm not the best one to speak like, Oh, I remember when the first phones created, like, I'm not saying that, but yeah. I, I was born in 89. So I grew up in like the nineties and I can remember that. So just say like, an example would be iPhone came out like what 2007 or something like that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't really a smartphone though. Yeah. It was it was an iPhone but it wasn't like that advanced. It was a phone. It was like a touchscreen and that I would say like true smartphones really like 2009, 2010 mm-hmm. cuz I can remember that. 
But you think about it. When that came out, I was already an adult. Yeah. So me growing up as a teenager and all this, like I had a cell phone when I was a teenager, but it wasn't, we didn't really like text a lot because mm-hmm. it, that wasn't really a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't really have internet. And it sounds crazy. Like I'm 30 years old and I can remember having to, I don't even know if you, you even know what I'm talking, what I'm about to say, but have you ever seen an AOL disc? I'm too young. <laughs> Bro, it was an AOL disc that gave you, it was like a thousand seventy five hours. And like, so, you know, desktop computers, right? Mm-hmm. The older desktop computers, you would put that disc inside of that desktop computer, right? Mm-hmm. And you would have to unplug your phone line and plug it into the computer to use the internet. Oh, yeah. Because the internet was considered on the disc, but the phone line connected it. Yeah. I can remember that. So, but you don't catch me saying, like, man, that was a good old days. Because right. I can remember, like, I'm waiting like an hour for, like, the internet to start working. Yeah. But that was fun because it was like, oh, man, like, the internet, that was, like, a new thing. Right. And, like, you didn't have it on your phone. You didn't have this. You didn't have that. So, that was great. But I can 100% say now that I'm in an age where it's, like, it's much faster. Like, I can go onto my phone right. and get to a website in, like, two seconds. Exactly. So, you'd be like, those aren't the good old days. That was just Yeah, trouble. so, <laughs> I, can, I can show you, like, getting on the internet in two seconds compared to an hour right. is much better. That's what I'm you saying. know, so it's just like evolving things are getting a lot better. We just have to be able to choose to see them differently and be mm-hmm. willing to to understand the difference. Like I said, if you if you don't evolve, you become irrelevant That's because if you don't know how to do it and you don't understand, it, now you're like a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And like once we get used to like one simple way, like the old way, and then we get into this new way, like I'm not used to this. We go back to the old way, and then we miss like the many beneficial things that can come from this new way. But we we miss it because we're like, I don't want to go through this. I'm not used to this. It's too hard. It's too like it's so much. So now we just resort back to like just settling where we are instead of trying to grow into what we you know we're meant to be or like grow into better heights or, you know, go to like open doors that seem unopened. Oh, man. So like I can I can understand that, man. Like I used to I used to do that a lot back in like my like high school days <laughs> like man i used to settle for so much bro i'm like dude I, I don't feel like doing that bro like i don't feel like doing this doing that man but then i i've 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 realized that you know i gotta even though i don't feel like it i'm not gonna let a feeling take away what is meant for me you know what i'm saying i feel like a lot of times we let our feelings make our decisions instead of you know you know, tapping into our mentality, telling us to do it. That's why sometimes, even when I don't feel like doing a lot of things, I still do it. Like, some days, I don't feel like waking up in the morning. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, bro, like, not even no birds is still awake or nothing, bro. Sometimes I don't feel like doing that, or sometimes I don't feel like, you know, writing a speech every now and then, or, like, you know, doing all that. But, like, I feel like the more I let my my faith and mentality, I let my faith and mentality have a stronger hold than the feeling that I have. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we'll let our feelings, we'll let our feelings get the best of them. Like, man, I don't feel like doing this. So then we'll just resort back and just settle, man. So if we're willing to just to push through those feelings, man, then we'll be able, and then we're willing to go through whatever that thing may be, then we'll be able to experience like the many blessings that can come from it, man. So, so man, I was, 
I started laughing because you was you was trying to say something, and I know what you was trying to say, but you thought about it, and then you was like high school. And I'm like, man, you're not even <laughs> old. You was about to say like back in the days, like yeah, I feel dude, you, old, you was in high school like two years yeah, ago. Two years you were talking ago. about like oh back in the days, you like high school. I'm like, man, what was he trying to say? Like bro. he better not say that. Bro, like no, I was going to say that. I was that, thinking, bro. I'm like, I'm waiting. <laughs> and as soon as you said it, I was I just started laughing because I knew like you was thinking, but I'm like, That's oh my saying. god. I this guy here, like, dude. Sometimes I'll be like, man, you like, think you like an old man, or right? Something? Like, bro, <laughs> it's no. only been like a couple months. <laughs> I just graduated, man. Like, dude. Oh man, but yeah, but, man. Uh, but man, yeah. Back to what we were saying. It's uh, you know, when you're not willing to grow, you're you're being stagnant. Mm-hmm. So when you think of being stagnant, it's just saying staying the same exact way. But what happens is you stay the same exact way by you being stagnant. Mm-hmm. The world around you is always growing and improving and evolving. So that's what makes you like almost behind. So even though you're stagnant and not growing and staying at the same level that you are, mm-hmm. everything around you is moving and growing and becoming faster. So now you kind of fall and become irrelevant because it's like just say an example would be like. I'm pretty sure like newspapers are going to be like, I'm not going to say extinct one day, yeah. but you can tell like everybody's not, not ordering newspaper because they're digital now. Like yeah. you got, you still got paper newspaper, but if you look at what paper newspaper sales are now compared to like what they were 10 years ago, mm-hmm. you could tell that they probably taken a 70% hit because now they have digital, the digital subscription. So uh, they're still making the money because both they have digital and the regular newspaper. But what would be a thing is if like if you're like all I'm going to do is like read my newspaper Mm -hmm. and like 20 years pass and you slowly but surely start the newspapers like start to disappear and you're like. I need my news, but I'm not willing to to go get that digital, that digital crap like that digital stuff is crazy. I'm not doing that, but I want my newspapers like. Well, you ain't going to ever get the newspaper because now it's gone and it's digital. So if you want to read that newspaper, you better learn to read it on a phone or a computer or a tablet or something like that. And it's like I can get people that say like, oh, I, I like it this way and I like that. And that's, that's totally fine. But you have to understand that that one thing and that's just one example. But you have to understand that that one thing may not always be there. Mm-hmm. Then when that one thing that's not always there is not there. How do you get it? Exactly. Do you just completely forget about it and find something different because you're not willing to like grow and change and evolve with the world, you know, that's that's around you? Mm-hmm. Or like, what is it? Because like saying. things change, things disappear. They do this, they do that. Like an example would be like, you know, was it like the dealerships in Detroit? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they all filed for bankruptcy or whatever it was. But they're struggling now. I can tell you that because you think about it like Tesla's becoming a big thing, whether people want to believe it or not. And this yeah. is not like a marketing thing, like go out and buy Tesla, go do this. Like I can care less on what type of vehicle you drive or I don't have a Tesla. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the thing would be is like you have to like see things for what they're becoming. Like you have to understand, like they're all electric and they probably have a lot of work that they got to do. They they've evolved and they've become a lot better than what they are. But the thing is, is they are like going to be the standard because mm-hmm. people going to be like, I'm tired of paying for gas or people like worry, like what if gas, what if oil runs out and we don't have enough gas or whatever it is, even though they say it's like unlimited or whatever, yeah. we don't have any proof of that, but it's just like, uh, now when everyone is doing this, everyone's getting electric and you still like, 
using gas and gas probably end up being super cheap because right. like everybody going electric and we need your business or they're going to start having like electric uh like at the pumps or whatever they're going to transfer over but what's going to happen is now just say for instance that it does end and there's no more oil and they can't make gas and they can't do this but you still got this car yeah I'm not driving all that. Well, you're going to be walking then because <laughs> it's like, you know, everybody's on electric and you're still on gas. Mm-hmm. And that's like I said, just another example. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just another way of evolution and evolving and how things like grow and change around you. Exactly, man. Like everything else can grow. But are you willing to grow? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's just like speaking on life. Like, you know, and that's I feel like once we see that one thing that's now gone. We, we resort to excuses. And what I say about excuses is like, I feel like excuses only spawn like negative thoughts. And then those negative thoughts lead you astray from what you've been called for. You know what I'm saying? So like when we keep on with the excuses over and over and over again, it's only making us, neg- it's only making us think negative and thinking negative will make us want to give up or quit or just resort back or not even try to find a way. So like, I feel like with the excuses, we have to like make sure like we have to we have to like like I was saying earlier, I think it's in Proverbs or something, but death and life is in the power of the tongue. What you speak is literally being turned into reality. So if you're willing to speak on the same thing over and over again, you're going to keep resorting to that same old thing instead of trying to grow into that new thing that you that you like you say you want it. But then you speak like you you have faith that it can happen but then you're you have doubt in your heart still and yeah. we have to be we have to make sh- it's like it's like we're standing it's like one foot is in the water and then one foot is on the land yeah. you know what i'm saying like we we want to see what's in the water but we we still have that one foot on the land saying i can't i can't do that you know what i'm saying and that's that's just kind of an example but it's just saying like you know when we make these excuses on we want to make it here but then we don't apply ourselves you know what i'm saying we see everything else going but we don't and that's when like that's when you know things will just be the same so that's why that's why i was kind of got from like you know when you were talking about growth and all that so i wanted to make sure i said that yeah man speaking of of growth though man it's man we could talk a lot about that yeah. but one thing i i remember hearing on another podcast they were talking about like wanting wanting certain stuff, like how we say we want cer- certain stuff. And one guy was like, "Well, if you don't do it, that means you don't want it." But then one guy was like, "No, nah, I think it's levels to want." Yeah, it's like it's like people truly want what they want, but it's levels to it. Like some people are willing like do the work to get it. Some people are like I want it, but I don't want to work for exactly. it. Then some people are like I'm gonna do everything I can to keep it, to obtain it, to do whatever. So it's saying like it's levels to it. I don't know how many levels, but it's, it's more than it's it, more than one level yeah. to want it. Like you got a wanting it level where you're just talking about it. Like mm-hmm. I want it, but that's it. Number was like I want it, and I'm gonna work a little bit for it. Yeah. One was like I want it, and I'm gonna work about half the amount for it mm-hmm. i want it and i'm gonna work fully for it mm-hmm. then you have people like i want it and i'm gonna work as hard as i gotta do to get it and yeah. to keep it that's what i'm saying man. so it's like a, me- a measure of like what is your level of want yeah exactly and, it sounds my bad go ahead good. i was about to say it just sounds so good when like when you were saying the talk i'm only this is going to last for a minute but like it sounds so like great when you talk about it, you know what I'm saying? Like you got all these things popping up. It sounds like so wonderful and great. But then like when the day comes to actually like execute and try to do it, like, 
nah, maybe this ain't going to work for me or nah, maybe I'm not good enough for that. And that's when like we, we miss, like I said before, like we miss out on our own blessings because we let that doubt have a stronger hold than our faith. You know what I'm saying? So and that's the truth, man. And, yeah. it, and it's just like, so what I come to realize with that is when we say we want it, but we're not willing to work for it. Mm-hmm. And I say it's crazy because I can watch anything and get something from it. Mm-hmm. So like, it, it's just like almost like you're faking yourself. You're telling yourself that like you keep telling yourself the same story, even though like the opportunity has passed, but you keep telling yourself uh-huh. this story as if like it still lives and exists. Like not the no. opportunity passed four years ago. So an example would be like, okay, I watched Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. I, uh, well, I watched it. Yeah. But this last season, one of the episodes, me and my wife watch it. Mm-hmm. So one of these episodes within this last season, right? This girl that was in jail, she was in jail and she had a baby with, with this guy while she was in jail because mm-hmm. they was married. Yeah. And what happened was the guy came up to the prison to see her. And he was in tears. And she was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? He was like, our baby died because the baby was like, was a premature. And they tried to, they had the baby in ICU and all this stuff and the baby died. And this is not nothing to be sad. But what happens is he told her that. And in her head, she heard, she heard it, but she didn't want to believe it. Mm-hmm. So she's still asking questions about the baby. Like, oh, how's he doing? And this, that, and the other. He's like. I just told, I just you, told yeah. you that the baby died. And she's like, let me see pictures of him and let me do this, that, and the other. And he was like, he got that she was hurt. He was like, all right, I'm hearing it, I'm seeing it. But what happens is she kept doing it. And he stepped back and he was like, hold up, wait a minute. Like, I just told you that this happened. And this is not going to work between us if you're going to continue to live in mm-hmm another reality something that is not even real i told you that he's gone and you still keep talking as if he is and that's gonna hurt me for you to keep talking as if he's still alive and i know what the actual truth is and he told her well we're gonna have to like get a divorce and not be together or something because that's not my world like i'm living in the truth Mm-hmm. And you want to live in a reality that's not even real. I told you something, but you don't want to believe it. You want to continue to live in something that wasn't there, you know, that that's not there anymore. And that's just an example of how we choose to to think at people as people. Sometimes we choose to keep thinking that the good side of the opportunity and going forward and like, oh, it's still there. Like, even though it's past and I hear we're like, nope, it's still there. I'm going to keep talking yeah, about yeah, it yeah. and I'm going to live in it. Like, it's going to be the thing that I keep keep most within me and that feeling of holding on to it is more important and valuable to us at time than actually going out to do the work. That's what I'm saying, man. So and yeah, like, that's and a lot of people. I feel like they don't want to accept the truth, so to speak. So I feel like we come up with these lies in our head to set us back when we should be pushing forward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like we, we come up with these lies. We say, I, you know, just going back on the excuse part i don't want to do this i don't want to do that i can't do this i can't do that and it's like we're lying to ourselves and you know i i like to uh i like to think about that one bible verse i don't know where it is but it says we are fearfully and wonderfully made so if that's what god says what god says is true so if we're we're basically if when you're saying you can't do this you can't do that you're not strong enough you're not doing this you're not doing that we we basically we're lying to ourselves 
And I feel like we sometimes we know what the truth is, but we don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. know what we have to do. We know that we have to go through this. We know that we have to go through that, but we tend to not do it or we tend to not want to do it. So then that that gives us room to lie when when we're supposed to be pushing forward, but we, we tend to just want to write. You know what I'm saying? And I, yeah, like that's what sometimes the truth, like like they say, the truth can hurt, but like. Are you willing to go back to the same lies that feel so satisfying for yourself just by settling? Or are you willing to go through the hurt, go through that truth and, you know, having a better outcome? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I got from that, man. But, you know, man, I think it was Henry Ford that says, <laughs> you know, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're yeah. right. Mm -hmm. So it's like what happens is. If you choose to look at it as lies, like that's the best way to look at it, because if you can look at it as a lie, you know that the truth is something different. Exactly. But what happens is, even though that is the case, what happens is with our minds is that we can we can force ourselves to believe something. Mm -hmm. And in our in our minds and our thinking, we'll make it, it is right. it's, it's the truth to yeah. us because it's like that's our reality. That's what we live in. And that's what we've programmed ourselves to think and believe. So even though you telling me that this is a lie and this is that and the other and like to me, it's like, no, it's not because mm -hmm. I'm living this. You don't know what's in exactly. my head. You don't yeah. know how I think. You don't know this, that and the other. And it's like what happens is, is. They don't have an understanding of what you're talking about. And you don't have an understanding of what they're talking about. And so it's just but, like a cycle. Yeah, it's man. just a cycle. <laughs> but it's like, you're saying this, but they're like, no, nah, this is the way I think. Yeah. And that's just like what it is. So he said, like, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Like, you think you can, but they think they can't. So it's just like, all right, until they can believe that they can, they're always going to say that they can't, they can't do anything. Yeah. So Exactly, man. It's just a matter of shifting that. That's what <clears throat> That's what I had to learn. You know, when going through my life, uh, like I used to say, I, I used to be like a timid kid. So I always say I couldn't do something. Or I always said, I, I I can't do this. I can't do that. And the more I, I said I couldn't to myself, like, then that w that's what became my reality. What I spoke, what I spoke out of my mouth is what became my reality. So the more I said I couldn't, the more I felt so so worthless so to speak because i yeah. felt like i wasn't good enough but like me starting to me was like trying to start off with you know self-love and bettering myself and trying to mature myself every single day you know my 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 words from i can't to i can you know shifted my focus and you know at the time i feel like a lot of times we say we can't do something because nobody would told told us to yeah we feel so alone but the way i see it is that even if you just have one person, that's enough to believe in yourself. So sometimes that person might have to be you. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm I'm a human, so I count as a person. So if everybody's saying this about me, sometimes I just have to be that one person that says I can. And once you start to show that self-love and, and, you know, say that you can and speak life into your life, then what you speak will also become your reality. It might slowly, it might slowly be building, but, you know, building is better than just letting the broken pieces settle. You know what I'm trying to say? So... That's what I had to learn through my life as well. And, you know, just seeing it just helps me to look back and be thankful for how far I came. So, so man, it brings me now to the book. I think it's called The Four Agreements. Uh, the Four Agreements is basically, to sum it up, it's like when it comes to our belief system and the way that we think we are and all this is 
it stems from a point in a time that we didn't even realize that this stuff was being formed within us. So it's like, you know, how someone says, like, you're never going to be anything. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, that that's crazy how powerful those words are. Because sometimes we let, we feed uh, that seed that someone else put in us to grow. Mm-hmm. And we eventually become the thing that they said that we would. Like, if we wouldn't, if they said that we weren't going to be nothing, we end up growing up and not being nothing. Yeah. But we don't understand, like someone else planted a seed within us or sometimes it was us that planted a seed that was deeply rooted but we didn't realize it at the time so what happens is we grow up we get older and this the seed has been growing forever and then it's it has grown now it's like it's not a seed anymore it's it's blossomed into something and i'm not going to call it beautiful because it's not always a good seed that was planted within you and a lot of times what i understand now is like we are like, I always say like subconsciously we become something that we didn't even understand that we became, mm-hmm. but now we can understand now and through it's why like books are so powerful, man, whether it's through audibles or just reading the actual book, it tells us so much about ourselves that we didn't understand. But now that the information is out there for people to understand that something has been planted within you, whether it's a good seed or a bad seed, it's grown like Mm -hmm. it started from a long time ago i don't know when it started but it started somebody else put it there or you put it there but now you have the responsibility of trying to figure out whether that was a good seed or a bad seed that was planted within you Mm -hmm. and if you did it or if someone else did it and how now to either continue to grow that seed if it's a good seed or how to tear it down if it's a bad seed and how to plant a whole new seed and you may be older and you're like, Oh, how do I plant a new seed? And I'm this, I'm that. It's like, well, you just got to do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's either you do it or continue to allow that bad seed to continue growing and giving you all this negativity and this unbelief and all this stuff. You just have to know that, that it's something within you that, that was planted when you had no idea it was planted and exactly. just figure out how to chop it away or, Grow something new. Exactly, mm-hmm. man. If you're taking the initiative to move in your life, then things will start to shift in life as well. You know, it's like, like I said always, like, I think I said this a couple times ago, but it's like pedaling a bike. A bike only moves when you move. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It only starts, it only starts, you know, moving when we start to pedal our feet. And that's just with life. Like you said, you know, some of us may have planted or somebody planted a bad seed in us and that seed kept growing and growing and growing and growing until you know it's it's so big and it's it's like it's tearing away our lives but we have the choice to either let that seed keep growing or to tear that tear that bad seed down and then replace it with a new one you know what i'm trying to say so it's just the choice it's the choices that we make that determines the outcome of our lives as well so we have to be willing to really you know think about are we willing to let things get worse or are we willing to see you know the pain that we're going through as opportunity and having faith for what we can be or what we could become so i don't think you're too like old young no matter what it might be it doesn't matter how big that 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 seed has grown into that bad seed that grown into it's just a matter of are you willing to break it down and are you willing to plant a new one so yeah, yeah, man, I want to change subjects uh, right now. It's uh <clears throat> want to get into more of something that I talked about yesterday or day before I did a video on it. But it was talking about just success in general. And what I basically said was that a lot of times 
us as people, we we're waiting around for people that we know to become successful because we see something within them. We know they have the potential. We know that they're going to be something one day. And what we do is we just hang around and we wait and we hang on to their coattails for them to become successful thinking like, oh, I've been around. They're going to bring me along the way Mm -hmm. instead of actually doing some work to actually help them to become successful. And it's like, it's meaningless when they bring us along the way and we just sat there and watched and waited for them to do it. But it's meaningful when we was a part of the process so we feel like we belong there and we we deserve it. But a lot of times we don't think of that. And that's just something that hit my spirit. And I was just like, we have to stop sitting around waiting on other people to become successful and reaching out to them and doing this and doing that because they made it. And we're like, oh, I know them or I met them or this or they owe, owe me something because mm-hmm. of that instead of helping them along the way. And it's like we have to do our part within it. And what happens is, is as I was saying as well, is that and sometimes when you're starting something, you don't realize what you're doing until you're you're start doing something yourself. So when you're trying to become successful, start a business or do whatever, what happens is when you were the person that was like hanging on and waiting for the next person to be successful so you can reach out, you did that. But now it was your turn to do it. And now you think in the opposite way and you think how that person now you understand how that person that was becoming successful seen it but then now you're reaching out to people and you're doing this and you're not getting the responses because it's like um that's just like what it was but what happens is is even when you do start to reach out to people what happens is the process is not going to be easy it's going to be difficult it's going to be complicated it's Mm going to be hard even when you're reaching out to folks and they're not responding back and they're they're not responding back they're not replying they're not doing any of that but what should happen is that should give you a hunger and a desire to work harder you're like all right if they're not going to reach out to me and they're, they're not going to do this after mm-hmm. i put in the work it just like gives you something to work harder for it's like all right because no one's going to give you anything in life so you're going to have to work hard yeah. for it regardless and just because you reach out to folks you're like oh i'm putting in the work i'm doing this and they're not reaching out no one wants to help me no one wants to do this but at the end of the day, no one has to. Exactly. No one's gonna gonna help you uh in the beginning because you're trying and you kind of look desperate because mm-hmm. like you're trying to speed the process up. You're like, all right, I'm trying to fast track this process without not actually doing the work. Exactly. And a lot of people kind of see that and they stand away, like, no, nah, I'm not gonna let you fast track it. Because sometimes they do it because they know how the process works and they stick back and they're not gonna reply or respond because they know how it works and they wanna be there for you actually after you've actually gone to it mm-hmm. and some people just like nah i'm just not doing it so what happens is the more you work and the more you grind to be able to get it what will happen is you won't have to start looking for people to help you out they'll start looking, looking for, for you, you to help you so what will happen is in the beginning when you're reaching out to them you kind of look desperate they're like ah you're not really trying to do the work you're trying to fast track you're trying to do that but they're not telling you that they're not saying anything but yeah. that's what they're thinking or that's what they're telling other people but what will happen is if you keep up and you keep grinding and you keep doing this and they see uh the work ethic that you're building up from it like you're reaching out to people you're sending emails you're sending you know you're giving phone calls you're sending direct mm-hmm. messages you're doing all that and once they start to see that they're like all right, they're serious about it. And they've been working, they've been grinding. I've been watching them for months, you know, weeks, months, years, whatever it is. Like they're grinding. Let me let me try to help them. And what happens is they say that like 
people want to help people that's helping themselves and they want to make sure that they can be a part of it. Like uh, one of my uh, one of my friends on my Facebook friends, she posted something and she was talking about how, you know, I think it was like Kylie Jenner or something like that. When she became almost a billionaire, she was like nine hundred and something million dollars. The people that are around her started helping her because they wanted her to become a billionaire. Yeah. But you think of that, though, they helped her and they wanted her to become a billionaire because they seen what she was doing. If she wasn't doing anything, nobody would have wanted to help her. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's people like I say, we're not doing anything. We want everybody to help us. But we don't understand that helps only come to those who help themselves. So exactly. you got to you got to be grinding. You got to be making the phone calls that you don't want to make. You got to mm-hmm. be sending the emails that you don't want to send. You got to be reaching out to people, sending direct messages or whatever it is going going to breakfast, to lunch, for coffee, whatever it is, to build those relationships, to grind, to improve, to become better. And what happens is, is when you do that, you don't have to look for the opportunity. The opportunity is going to look for you. Mm -hmm. But when you're not doing that stuff and you're reaching out to people to try to help you when you don't have nothing to be that's worthy of being helped, then they're going to ignore you. Exactly. But yeah, that's what I have to say about that one. Yeah, and it, it just goes back to like, doing something even if you don't want to do it like don't let the negative feeling you know put you away from the positive outcome you know what i'm trying to say so like you know why wait for somebody to why wait why keep like holding on to like you know this like and just leeching on to other people that's doing the work and doing the work and you're just sitting there it's like you're just being dragged just yeah. like literally you're not you're not doing nothing you're not trying to resist like you're just literally being dragged through yeah. life and like not like being or just <laughs> developing and, and like even if you're doing that like at least help the person at least develop each other grow each other instead of letting just one keep growing and you're still at this level you know what i'm yeah. trying to say so like it's just a matter of you know and, and i used i used to do that a lot not not like leech on to somebody, but like when you were talking about like just when I first started, I used to email like a bunch of people. You know yeah, what I'm like trying some to say? Big names yeah, 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 yeah. Like big names like E.T. Inky, yeah, all of them, like, bro. <laughs> like, hey, bro, shout me out real quick. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I used to do that so much, and I was looking at it back at it, back at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why I did it because the more I started to work, I started to see people come to me. You know, yeah. what I'm trying to say the more I put in the work and the time and the effort, the sweat and everything, even when I didn't feel like doing it, you know, I've noticed instead of me going to somebody, they came up to me and said like, hey, we would like to use your video and all that. And I, that's just not with that, but just in general in life. So don't like live the life that you were called for. Don't live a life that somebody else is living. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to say God didn't call me to, you know, like, like. I ain't trying to disrespect you. God didn't call me to be Victor. He called me yeah. to be Derek. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? He called me to be who I was meant to be. Mm-hmm. And like when you're leeching on to other people, it's like you're living like I be like I said it before, like living life under a mask and not taking off and being who you were meant to be. It's just yeah. like you're hiding yourself. You know what I'm trying to say and afraid to be you. So that's what I had on that, man. But yeah, man, it's just just little simple things like that that you kind of learn over time yeah. how like you were. And 
I'm only speaking of these things because I was that dude. Like, yeah, I was yeah. that dude that wasn't putting in the work, but I'm trying to reach out, like you said, trying to reach out to all the big names. I'm like, trying to hit up ET, trying to hit up Inky, trying to hit up like whoever. And I'm like, your boy's sweet. I got a couple, I got a couple followers. I right. got a couple this, that, and the other. You need to, you know, you need to go and work with me, this, that, and other. I ain't go to the stages of being like, you know, you need to have your boy on stage or you need to do that. I just like reached out to him to like, say like hey this is me you, you got to respond to me because of this and yeah, they was just yeah, like yeah. i don't know this dude so they they didn't respond and for years man i was kind of like i was kind of sour about that stuff like mm -hmm. man oh so they're so big time they can't reach out to me yeah, yeah, they yeah. can't respond to my messages this that and the other i reached out to like um i think it was like two years like a year or so ago a lady gave me uh, told me about a guy by the name of Bobby Bones. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who he was, but obviously he has like a syndicated radio show. And she was like, once I gave my uh, my icebreaker speech at Toastmaster, she kind of she kind of told me about him and gave me one of his books. And so um, I eventually like listened to the book. Instead of me reading the book that she gave me, I was already on Audible, so I just like purchased the book through Audibles, and then. I like this story. Yeah. And I purchased the next book that he had and it kind of told me everything about him because she was like, y'all lives are kind of similar, the struggles and this, that and the other. So I started reaching out to him like, hey, I don't read your books. I don't did this, that and the other. Switch, you know, a lady told me that I need to reach out to you, that I need to do this because our stories are similar and, you know, that I need to do this, that and the other. Yeah. Like maybe we can go out for coffee or this, that and the other. It's like, all right. He didn't respond. Then I was like, all right. I kind of got sour about it. Then I reached out to him. It was like, she was like, just keep going for it. One day he'll respond. So I responded to him. I mean, I sent him a message like 20 days in a row. He responded not one of them. Yeah. And I was like sour about that, bro. I was like, man, I'm reaching out to this dude. I done bought his stuff. I done supported him. I done did this, that, and the other. He not responding to me, man. How how people going to say they one way, but they this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. But then what I understand is like, this dude could be looking at like he may not even be looking at. It. He probably got somebody controlling his social media. Yeah, he got somebody yeah, yeah. doing all this, so he probably never seen not one message that I did because he got people that's like protecting him from that. And who's to say like this guy doesn't know me? Who's to say that even though I know I'm a real person, I'm this. But you know that his team or him could be looking at is like, oh, this is just another person seeking yeah. opportunity and this, that, and the other. And what I come to realize now that I've grown and mature, and I try not to be sour about situations like that, is like. I'm not reaching out to nobody that's like big time because like that's me shortcutting the process and me doing this. So I need to just reach out to people that are like in closer reach. It's yeah, like yeah. low hanging fruit, like fruit that is like a lot closer to me than like mm -hmm. fruit that's at the very top of the tree. Like I got to climb a little bit to be able to get yeah, to exactly. that fruit. But this fruit that's a lot closer, I can reach that. That's tangible. I can reach out to them and they'll respond because I know them, but. I got to work my way up yeah. to be able to be in the same circles of corners as these bigger names. So mm -hmm. I got to do a little bit more climbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, that's what I got to say about the, you know, the big names and reaching out and doing exactly. that type of stuff. You just got to understand that it's levels to it. Like I said earlier, we got to understand the level that we are. And if it's a certain individual that we want to meet or be in the same room with, we got to understand that we have to work our way up to that level. Mm -hmm. It can happen. It's not impossible. It's just we're not there yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like opportunity opportunity is not an open door. It's going to be a closed door, but it's up to us to find the key to open that door. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? To open that door full of many opportunities and, and things that, you know, that we, we want in our life. So don't try to, we can't rush to find opportunity. We have to make the most, like, 
we have to make the most of the work that we're doing now. We have to make the most of what we're doing now. And once you start to work yourself and build yourself, like we can't get mad for something we didn't apply for. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? That's what I had to learn. Like when I was trying to reach out to different people, like, you know, I got mad, but like I was basically mad for no reason because I, I got mad because I didn't like I we just can't get mad for something we didn't apply ourselves for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's what I had to learn, man. But yeah, that's what that's what I had to say like that, man. Like opportunity is going to be a closed door, but it's up to you to find that key to open it. So, I mean, like I said a couple of weeks ago, man, I think that for the most part, when it comes to opportunity, when it comes to life and all that, I think it's it's all a test to be able to see if we're going to be able to handle that next level. Mm -hmm. Like we say, like we say we want stuff. We say this is like, all right, you say it, but let me see. If you really, really mean want it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, like at times I think like, you know, God has all the opportunity in the world to give you, but he's like, all right, I'm not going to give it to you until you're ready for it. Cause you're my child. And I don't want to hurt you. So I want to make sure that you're ready for this opportunity. And I can, I can even switch to like finances or something like that. You know, like somebody that's struggling with their finances and that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Just say they don't tithe every, they don't tithe faithfully whenever they get paid. And they're always struggling with their money, but they pray to God. And they're like, God, if you just give me more money, I'll be able to do more things. I'm struggling. I got kids or I got this or I'm barely making it and this, that and the other. And God's like, you can't even give me my 10%. So exactly. how am I going to give you more money? Like, I can't even trust you with this. I can't trust you with a little. So I know I can't trust you with a lot. Exactly. And a lot of times it's people we think that if people give us the opportunity or if we get more money, if we do this, things will be better. But if they're not better now, why would they be better when uh -huh. we got more? Like, we can't handle the little, so how are we going to handle a lot? Exactly. So what God uh, does is, like, uh, like an example would be, like, I think they were talking about the might in the Bible. They were talking about the three people that God gave something to. He gave them all, like, ten mites or whatever. It was, like, money back in the days or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And what happens is he was telling them to, like, be fruitful with it. Like, you know, have it to, like, increase and do this stuff. Said one guy, he increased it by five times the rate or something like that. Another guy increased it by two, and the other guy, he didn't do nothing yeah, he with it. He buried it. He like buried it. That. He tried to be selfish with it. He's like, no, nah, this thing gonna go. So it's like God was like, I gave this to you, and I gave you simple instructions to be able to go do this, and you didn't do it. So now it's like I'm taking this away from you. Mm -hmm. But then he blessed the one that did it double, and he blessed the one that did it five times because it's like, all right, the person that got blessed double. So it's like. He got blessed double because according to his works. And it says that his word says that I'll bless you according to your works. So like the person that did it five times, they got blessed five times. Exactly. So it's like, all right, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be good with, with this, then I'm gonna give you this much more. Mm -hmm. And this was just a test to see what you were gonna do. And if you do this, I'm gonna bless you. And the one that didn't know, like, oh, now that I know now is it too late? Let me start over. Right. Let me give me another chance. Now that I know that you're gonna do this, it's like, nah, he's not gonna reveal it to you. Like like I said, I don't know. I think I said last week, like God only give you part information because he wants you to trust on him for the other part. Like I said, he'll he'll show you the mountains, but won't show you the, the path or he'll show you the path and won't show you the mountain because yeah, yeah. he wants you to trust and depend on him. And everything that we do in life is a test from him to be able to see if we really want it, if we deserve it, or if he's going to give it to us because ultimately he loves us and he's not trying to punish us. He's trying to make sure that we're worthy, that we're capable of handling. Let me not say yeah, yeah, worthy yeah, yeah. because capable, yeah. we are worthy. He wants to see if we're capable of handling. Exactly. So. Yeah, that's, that's the thing with like we always say, like be faithful for the small things that you you have 
How do you expect to have these big things and go for these big things if you can't even work on those small things? If you can't even, you know, you know, hold on to the small things that God is giving you. You know what I'm trying to say? And like I was saying, um, like I said before, you know, like God can use the small that you have in to make into something big. Like he used David for a stone, Moses for staff, all that, man. But he still used the small that he had. And the, the, the reason why God used them is because they were willing to use yep. what they had. You know what I'm yep. saying? You can have small, but are you willing to use the small that you have? I feel like there's a difference between saying, man, I only got this little, but, but then there's a difference between I'm willing to use it though. I'm willing yeah. to use the small that you have. So God can use it, but are you but are you willing to be used? You know what I'm trying to say? So that's just that's the thing. We have to be willing to be thankful for the small things, be thankful for what we have now, and it can grow into bigger things, and you are capable to have it, but you first have to be willing to stay faithful for what you have now. So and man, it just all boils down to like mindset, man. Like mm-hmm. our our perspective is our reality, and how we choose to see things is uh, is gonna be how we do things mm-hmm. and you know, if it's a negative way, then we're going to keep doing a negative way. And if it's a positive way, we're going to keep doing a positive way. But if we don't change our mindset exactly. on these things, then it doesn't matter what we hear or who says it or how nice of a message it is, how mm-hmm. how well it was delivered or whatever it is. If we don't change the way our perspective of seeing things, then we're never going to actually get that message. Like, exactly. You can say a message 13 different ways and they can all be sweet, but it's just like, well, that person's not going to get it because their mindset is still stuck this one way until mm-hmm. they turn the pages of that one way and choose to be more open-minded to what's happening. And then they can receive that. This happens like, like a prime example would be, can you remember something like someone said something to you, like five, ten years ago, mm-hmm. and you heard it, and you can remember it, and you ain't thought much about it, but you didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like five, ten years later, you're like, oh, I finally yeah, I get, get that it, yeah. now. And it's like weird because like the person ain't around and this, that, and the other, but you get it. And you're like, dang, it took like five, ten years for me to finally get that because like your mindset finally mm-hmm. changed and turned over a page. Now you can get it and understand it, but without having that you know, your mindset to change, then it's just going to be a word or a message. Exactly. So going to make, you know, any difference. That's what I'm saying, man. So like, like I said, in one of my previous messages, it's not about what it looks like, but it's about the perspective that you're willing to see it in. So like, don't let the appearance of something stop you from obtaining nothing. Like we have to be willing to see, you know, our problems and our situations and not say, I can't make it through it. But you have to see it as opportunity and say that somehow, somewhere I'm going to get through it because there's something better for me on the other side. You know what I'm saying? So it's not about what it looks like, but it's just the perspective and how we're willing to see it. So you can look at a negative thing, but you can see it in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? So, so man, another thing I would say is, um, like I was telling you earlier, I had this girl that was earlier that I was driving and she just kept on talking about just the negative, the negative, the negative, this, that, and the other. And she was focusing on all the problems and I, you know, as I was trying to give her advice, she kept like cutting me off and saying, but yeah. this, 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 and this. I'm like, oh, she's like, duh, duh, duh. I'm like, dang, she gonna let me talk like, right. she talking like she got all the answers and this, mm-hmm. that, and the other, but she just complaining and but she trying to get some help, but she not even trying to listen to exactly. the help that's like right here. And what I, what I got from it, man, is like, it really helped me to understood. Like a lot of times as people, we focus on the problem so much that we keep talking about it. We keep complaining. We doing all of this stuff. But then 
the whole time we're doing this, we're just wasting time. It's like, all right, there's obviously needs to be a solution, but we focus on the problem so much. It's just like that girl just kept on talking. Yeah, and like yeah, the yeah. solution's right there trying to give you the solution, but you keep on talking. Like, I'm not going to give you no time to talk exactly. or give me the reason to be able to fix it. And then after she finally got, let me talk, I helped her to understand like, Hey, you, you can't, you know, you can't keep complaining about this, 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 and this, because all this time you spend on complaining about it. What have you got from me? Exactly. She's like, nothing but this. I'm like, yeah, but you keep, you're going back you're going to, to you're the going problem. back to the problem. You keep on going. It's like, I think about find it. a solution. <laughs> exactly. I was like, if you spend more time on trying to figure out how to solve it, how to do this, that, and the other, then you won't be trapped or stuck in complaining about the problem and things are starting to get better. An example would be something like, like a person has opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. That's presenting itself for them. Yeah. But what happens is that they they uh, don't want to take the opportunity because because they don't want to disappoint someone. Yeah. And they're like, well, I really want this opportunity, but I'm going to disappoint this person, this person, this person, so I got to keep on doing this. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, wait a minute. No, you right, don't. You don't exactly. have to keep doing this. Like the opportunity is for you and you have to understand that that's for your life and that's going to better your life. But because you're so focused on not wanting to disappoint somebody, you're missing out on opportunities and you're going to eventually grow and you're going to grow and you're going to resent the people that had you making these decisions. And the whole time, these people don't have mind control over you. They didn't have control. They didn't have anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just decided that you didn't want to disappoint them, so you weren't going to take the opportunity. So you stayed there. You got to understand that your life is your life, and in order for you to live with yourself 24 hours in a day, you got to make decisions that's best for you. It's not disrespectful. It's not disappointing. People have their own opinions, and you have yours. So exactly. you have to make decisions based off your life. Exactly. And, you know? Yeah. And uh, I just want to end it all by saying this, you know, when you said the problem thing, we can't like when I was taking like a ACT, the teacher used to always tell me, if you spend too much time on one problem, go to the next. You know what I'm saying? So we can't we have to we we can't spend too much time on the problem. We just have to be willing to find the solution in life. So okay, that's what I had on that, man. But man, yeah, we we just about, you know, I think time's about up now. We've probably been at this thing almost an hour now, but. Yeah, that's that's just what we got this week, yeah. and we got you know a ton of more information for you guys uh, next week. Definitely so, uh, for sure. I guess we out for this time, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.